Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What do you do when your partner tells you something and you have no idea how to react to it? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... I, 30-year-old female, feel like everyone, six early to mid-40s people, hate me after I got pregnant with their lifelong friend, my husband, 43-year-old male. I don't want to get too specific, but I'm dating someone in a touring band, my husband. We'll call him Zeke. I met Zeke through social media back in 2019 when he was trying to separate from an abusive ex-wife. We met up when he was home between tours and obligations. We lived in the same city and had some professional connections through my former job, so it was easy to make plans. However, he was concerned about the morality of being physical with me before he actually got divorced. So we hung out, I went to parties and met his band and their significant others. They were all aware of how toxic Zeke's relationship had become because they were witnesses to how he was treated while on their last tour. She was abusive in every way and didn't care if they saw. It was a little strange at first for everyone involved, which I thought was to be expected. Everyone definitely warmed up to me after a while though. Zeke had been able to obtain a protective order against his ex while the divorce proceedings played out. So everyone was honestly just happy to see Zeke happy despite how emotionally fraught the situation was. They were all getting adjusted to a new life, honestly. Zeke's ex had been with them for literal decades. I could totally understand how weird it would be to have an outsider enter into their scene and not totally understand all the inside jokes and stuff without Zeke translating for me. It was slow but steady progress until they really loosened up and started trusting me. A year later, and I was thrilled with my life. Another tour started in early 2020, and Zeke asked me if I wanted to come along. I was between jobs at the time anyway, so I said, freak it, why not? While on the road, I became particularly close with the other gals and we had a great time hanging out together when the band was busy during the days of performances, setting up and practicing, or when they were on stage. Zeke's band members also became very fond of me. I could feel an entire energy shift and I felt welcome. This tour was honestly freaking fun until the pandemic hit. Luckily, we all stayed in touch virtually, created a closed circle of contact so we could hang out in person safely, and then eventually were able to hang out in public once things opened up more. Zeke and his band went on a few tours during 2022 to early 2023, but I was still freaked out and didn't want to go. Fast forward to fall 2023 when Zeke was about to go on another tour and Zeke really wanted me to go. I hadn't been feeling great physically for a few weeks. Vague stomach aches, heartburn, peeing a lot, sensitivity to smells. So I thought I was probably literally the worst person to bring on a tour. He seemed to be kind of sad because the tour started right after his birthday. And birthdays always made him feel really bummed out. I felt like I'd be abandoning him if I didn't go as emotional support. I found out I was pregnant at an urgent care while we were on the road. I delayed everyone by an entire day basically and felt extremely guilty. On the plane, I started feeling super sick and kept having to heave as quietly as I could into sick bags while Zeke rubbed my back. He was worried something more serious was happening and wanted me to see a doctor. 
As I was sitting on the table with an IV for dehydration, a nurse came in and told me my pregnancy test was positive. Zeke and I made up a story about my health for the band to excuse me when I left the tour. The nausea didn't go away for a while, so I'm glad I had the foresight to tap out. I waited eagerly for Zeke to come back, and he arrived with a ring and plans to get married at the courthouse. I said yes, and we invited like 10 people to come dine with us afterwards. They were all pretty surprised at how sudden it was. I assume they probably guessed, but whatever. We hadn't told them yet in case there were early complications. I've never been pregnant before, so I have no clue how my body responds. Over the holidays, we finally told everyone once I was four months pregnant. At the time, everyone seemed super excited. Well, I think they were full of crap. As time goes on, I have felt a complete shift of energy in the group. There has been passive aggressiveness towards me and Zeke that I've never seen before. The entire band and their partners are treating me differently. They're at least more civil with Zeke, but they've still been hanging out without him and being super dismissive about it. He talked to them about it and they had no explanation. They just said, oh, we thought you were busy. I don't know if I'm being crazy because of hormones or something, but that feels weird to do if that's not how you normally communicate in a relationship. They're usually really open with each other when it comes to plans or why those plans fell through. It just feels cold now, like they want Zeke to seek them out or something. I mean, I'm not stupid. I understand that having a baby changes relationship dynamics, but I'm just so confused. Zeke's bandmates are normally super emotionally competent people and are really skilled at talking through issues. I've watched arguments unfold with Zeke in them before, and I've honestly been envious at how well all of them work things out. They don't stay mad at each other for very long, and I always felt like that was a really endearing thing. I'm freaking out like, did I ruin everything by getting pregnant? I understand that maybe they think we moved quickly. Is four years quickly? Is that a reason to be so weird? I understand if they feel like they're having trouble talking to me. I can wait for them to be ready, but... Why aren't they talking to Zeke? How do we proceed? What can Zeke even do if he's already tried to bring up the weirdness with them and they brushed him off? Is he going to have to wait for months to figure out if his bandmates are completely judging us? I feel really awkward and unsettled, and I feel empathy for Zeke. I don't know what's going on. What would you do? I want to invite them to baby-related parties and stuff, and I kind of hope I'd have them around as friends to celebrate with us. I'm guessing they're probably worried that the baby and the married life is going to maybe put an end to the touring life that they've had going for a while. I'm just guessing, is this the first kid that's going to be kind of in this group of people? I mean, I suppose once you get to your early to mid 40s, you're not really expecting to have babies around regardless. I mean, I can't lie that if I were in their position, I would be heavily concerned as to how more complicated things are going to be, especially if they're relying on this touring job to get by, having the uncertainty of bringing a baby into the fold. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, sent a sick friend food, she ended our friendship, now what? We, 39-year-old male, 34-year-old female, have been friends since college. Picked back up last year and talk almost daily. Early today, she said she wasn't feeling well and needed to eat something, then listed off what food she had. I suggested I order something through Uber Eats. Best I can do since we live in different states. She rattles off a couple things she wants from a restaurant. I pick one and have it delivered. She spends the next hour and a half calling and texting profane. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Kennedy laced insults, ending our friendship, then continues the insults. I let her keep going without responding to her, all because I didn't order everything, and this is a day after I had a bunch of groceries delivered. The give and take our relationship has been one-sided. I've made sure she's taken care of when she asks for something, money, food, etc. I've been lenient with getting paid back. She acknowledges the loans there and has chipped away at it. Life happens. I get it. Pay me back what you can, when you can. I don't ask for much. Listen, if I need a vent, give advice if it makes sense. But don't force the issue. I'll bring it up when I'm ready. I don't want to lean into something I'm not ready to divulge. I mean, I don't understand her reaction at all, and maybe it's a sign that you should just kind of let the friendship go. Either that or there's something serious going on, and I think maybe it's best to give her space and see if she wants to reach out to you again. I mean, the reaction is just bizarre. Our next story is, I, 25-year-old female, told my boyfriend, 26-year-old male, it was a red flag that he was accusing me of sneaking around at 5 a.m., Hey guys, I'm going crazy over this right now. We've been together for six months. So for background, most nights my boyfriend and I fall asleep on the phone together. We live separately. I also have recently started taking melatonin almost nightly and have been very vocally expressive about this whole sleep regulation journey and how much I like melatonin and wish I'd been taking it earlier. This past night, I took a melatonin and went to bed at around 2.45am. He was on the phone and I fell asleep. I get up around 5-ish a.m. to use the bathroom, and when I come back into my bed, he starts passive-aggressively asking me, literally out of the blue, asking where I was and saying I should stop acting like he's stupid. As you can imagine, I'm half asleep. 
so at first I didn't even realize what the heck was going on. I thought he was kidding at first because he plays around like that sometimes, but it'll be brief like 30 second bits. He's really pressing it, telling me how he's not stupid, how he's been up this whole time and his intuition is going crazy. Y'all, I'm now waking up just emotionally disoriented like, huh? Huh? Because mind you, we have our locations turned on for each other. He keeps telling me to stop acting like he's stupid, how he just heard me come in, on the phone mind you, and how there's no way I fell asleep that fast. He keeps saying that, stop acting like I'm stupid. So then I tell him that literally we've been on the phone this entire time. Why would I stay on the phone with you if I'm out doing whatever the freak you're implying? Then honestly y'all, I told him, this is such a red flag, like what is going on right now? And he accused me of gaslighting him. Then he got upset, hung up on me, and has been ignoring my calls and texts since 5am. I regret saying the red flag thing. It slipped out because it was 5am, I'm half asleep, and here he comes accusing me and being condescending on the phone completely out of the blue. I'm so hurt and angry right now. I've never dealt with anything like this before, so I don't even know how to respond. Edit 1. He's never exhibited behavior like this before. Ever. He's never cussed me out and is usually very mild-mannered, sweet, and attentive, so that's why I was so confused. Edit 2. I just broke things off. The accusing is one thing, but the stonewalling was too much to take. Thank you guys for all the advice. SMH. Update. Y'all? He reached out, called me on his friend's phone and proceeded to continue to accuse me and make it seem like I was the mean aggressor who was getting crazy. He said I was gaslighting him. He said the reason why he wasn't picking up was because he was asleep, though he admitted that he did ignore my call a few times before he went to bed. He then said what really happened was that I went into another room to be on the phone and set a timer to be back in my bed at 5.30. The part he didn't say, which I surmised, was that I did this to convince him that I was in the bed, asleep the whole time? Like what? I'm an adult. If I wanted to be on the phone with someone, I'd just do it? He also maintained that he didn't accuse me of anything and that I was the one that was reacting so crazy and angry. Mind you, every night I always play lo-fi music on my old phone while I sleep. He heard my lo-fi music playing and hears it near every night. I pointed out to him, how could I be on the phone call with him and he can hear my old phone playing the lo-fi music? So then he says, confidently, that I must have been playing it on my laptop. I go, huh? Were you in the room? Then he admits he has no proof of this then goes on to accuse me of faking a sleepy voice when we were talking at 5am, saying he's not stupid. At that point, I ended the call, because how am I going to even defend myself against that? This guy seems insistent to try to catch you in something, even though you have an explanation and very clearly coming at this at a place from having nothing to hide. It's also very bizarre, and I think a lot of people would be obviously pretty off-put from that. I feel like this is a desperate cry for control of the situation at this point from him. Is it even worth the time? Obviously not, OP broke it off with them. Our next story is, boyfriend said he chooses his family over me. Boyfriend, 27 year old male, and I, 27 year old female, have been dating for 2 years now. Naturally, the topic of marriage has come up, and I know I definitely see a future with him. However, the other day, he said that he puts his family before me on his list of priorities. I was confused and shocked when I heard him say that. I mean, we're not married yet, just boyfriend-girlfriend, so I'd understand why he would choose his family over me. But now it has me wondering if it'll be the same once we're married. Is his family still going to take precedence over me? 
Is this a giant red flag? I don't know if I see this man as my future husband anymore. I have so many doubts now as well. What would you do if you were in my position? I think it's a very valid question to ask them. Be specific about it. Be honest that it is a concern for you. And yeah, it's important for you to be in a relationship that you know if you're committed lifelong to somebody that they're going to have you as priority number one. Our next story is newlywed husband, 36-year-old male, admitted to cheating on me, 35-year-old female, at Bucks. Hi all, just got married and already separated. Need to know if I'm overreacting for being so upset and whether I'm a fool for even thinking of taking him back. Some background, we've been together 14 years. What I loved the most about him was that he was loyal, truthful, and had a good heart. When we met, he knew everyone considered me to be a knockout, even though as a curvy petite Latina type, I wasn't his preferred type, which were blondes. We've been very solid, living together for 8 years, and the later marriage was because we were building our careers. Two to three years ago, I became very stressed finishing my law degree and then working in a job where I worked 70-hour weeks for a solid year and a half. I stopped taking care of myself and put on about 20 kilograms. I admit I didn't look anywhere near as good as I used to and was chubby. I noticed my husband pulled away and asked him multiple times if there were any issues on the attraction front and whether he was okay with me working this hard to try and make partner within five years even if it meant my body was showing the physical stress and toll it took on me. He always denied any issues and said he supported my vision and goals for us, but he didn't sleep with me for those two years and said that it was because of his own work, stress, and how tired he was. The issue, two weeks before the wedding, he went on our bucks. He knew the boundaries. Strip clubs are fine, but no touching. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And he assured me he would never break that. After a day of drinking, the boys decided to end the night at the strip club. My husband was very drunk at this time, but remembered certain moments clearly. This included one lap dance with a naked girl full touching in front of all of his friends where he was aroused and was telling the stripper he was enjoying it. There were three others that he doesn't remember. A private show with an unclothed girl who was touching him. He said the thought of me popped into his head, but when it did, he just thought about how I'm fat and ugly and that he's not sexually attracted to me. He thought about how he deserves the current girl on top of him, and when will he get this opportunity again? He said he told himself he could lie and blame it on the Bucks night and the alcohol. In the private show, they apparently were getting very hot and heavy all the way up to dry humping and simulating you-know-what. It was only when the dancer then pushed for actual sex that he realized that that would be the point of no return and left. He admitted he really wanted to hook up with her. His friends paid for all of these shows and extra for touching, even though it's illegal to touch where we live. Before the wedding, he told me there was a private show and lap dance, along with a group dance. He told me he was completely wasted and had no idea what was going on and would have never have wanted to do that. I believed him and we didn't end up postponing the wedding. After the wedding, I kept noticing inconsistent statements about the night. 
and eventually, over multiple nights of me asking for a clear story, he finally told me the actual truth. I am devastated that he lied to me before the wedding day, I would have postponed the marriage, now we're looking at an annulment or divorce. He disrespected me in front of mutual friends by having another woman perform a sex act on him with the lap dance and show his arousal in front of our friends, essentially almost hooking up with her and actually thinking of me in such a horrible way before choosing to do that act. He is not the man I thought he was. Now that the truth is out, we are separated. He is saying he's devastated said he realized how disrespectful he was to me and that he believes this stems from his own issues. He said that he focuses on the negatives. For example, if I now had a tummy, which would override anything positive about me, he would then idealize other women he checked out despite being so critical of me. He understands that this is not normal. He said he has to think about what this means for him. Can he ever be attracted to a woman for the long term, i.e. if she gains weight with kids, etc.? but also to me if I don't maintain the original weight I had, plus or minus 5 to 10 kilograms since we first met at 21. He does seem genuinely broken and remorseful now that he realizes we are likely over. We will be going to counseling. I did lose 10 kilograms before the wedding day, and he now says he finds me very desirable again. I know him to be a good man, but his actions show otherwise. Am I a fool for even thinking of taking him back if he's now truly remorseful? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, even if somebody seemed like an absolute saint in every other way, but I found out they did that to me, I don't know if I would ever be able to go back to being with them. You know, it's even one thing to go through with the cheating, but to hear from somebody, they were in that moment with that stripper on top of them and they specifically thought about me and just thought about how I'm fat and ugly and not attracted to me, I would never be able to get past that. I might be able to accept rebuilding trust but I don't know if I would ever be able to feel confident that they're attracted to me ever again. I think it would just feel fake or done out of guilt for the rest of my life. I mean, OP themselves already said that they hadn't slept together in over two years at one point. Our next story is, I, 29-year-old female, don't know how to react to what my boyfriend, 34-year-old male, told me. My boyfriend, 34-year-old male, came to fetch me, 29-year-old female, from my maternal granny's place. When he came, everyone, cousins, granny, mum, were sitting in the living room waiting for him to come. When he came, we were still sitting and he came to sit beside me. When he came, my mum asked him if he'll eat something. He said no, but they keep insisting and he kept saying no. Despite that, my mum pulled me aside and asked me if he likes to eat sausage and she'll saute some so that he can eat with bread, which she did and he ate that with everyone. Then we came home. He confessed that he did not like the welcome he got. He told me he expected them to make food or snacks already waiting for him. This is the type of welcome he always got when he went to his ex's place. He even said his sister does that and he'll do the same when my folks come home. I was a bit annoyed. Is he right? I mean, is it nice to have everything prepared right when your guests get there? I mean, yeah. Now, I think they were acting a bit uptight or maybe a little too judgmental here. But the thing is, I'm not an overly outgoing person. I would hate to be put on the spot like that, where I go over to somebody's place and meet them and they say, oh, are you hungry? I can make you something. Immediately, that puts me in a position where I automatically want to begin backpedaling and saying, no, 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 that, that's fine. I don't, I don't want anything. The last thing my mind does is put me in a place where I'm comfortable enough to say, yeah, what's on tap? That definitely wouldn't be me. Just picturing myself in that position, the idea of requesting somebody to cook for me is just so awkward. Our next story is, 
brother and sister-in-law, 34-year-old male and 30-year-old female, have disinvited my husband and I, 28-year-old female and 31-year-old male, from staying with them during a family gathering because of my husband's job. What can I do to fix this? Hello, I'm having trouble with my brother and would like advice on how to smooth things over with him and his wife. My brother and I have always had a decent relationship. We're not necessarily those siblings who are best friends or anything, but we've never had major arguments or had trouble getting along. The same with his wife. They've been married for almost nine years. She has always been very sweet and I've always loved them. My family is pretty spread out now. Parents live in the Midwest, brother lives in New England, I live in the Southeast. We usually get together a couple of times a year in the city where my brother lives, as it's a big city and easy for everyone to get to. Most of my family, brother included, works in education, so our trips usually correspond with school breaks and spring break is typically when we get together. My brother and his wife have always let me stay with them to save on money while I'm there, and they've always said I can stay with them whenever I want. However, that seems to have changed this year. I got married this year, four years together with my now husband. My brother and wife did not attend the wedding, and I understood it was because of travel difficulties, but now I suspect they simply did not want to attend. Earlier today I called my brother because I wanted to ask if they are alright with my husband joining me and staying with them this spring. I was expecting them to say it was fine, but I got surprised when my brother answered me, well to be honest, no, my wife and I do not want your husband in our home. I was surprised. I know it's his right to decide who comes into his home, but he's always been so ready to invite me in that it didn't even occur to me that it would be a problem. The conversation got awkward and I tried to tell him that my husband is very clean and polite and wouldn't be a burden on them, but my brother cut me off. He told me that it wasn't an issue of my husband being a bad guest, but my brother dislikes my husband over my husband's job. My husband is an attorney. He works in business law and is currently an in-house counsel for a property and construction company in our area. I didn't even really know how to respond to what my brother said and I asked him what he was talking about. My husband is just a lawyer. Brother said something like, yeah, he's a corporate lawyer and said some stuff about my husband lying in court to help big companies evict people or something. I tried explaining that it isn't really what my husband does. He mostly just reviews contracts for legality. But brother didn't want to hear it and just said he doesn't like business types and doesn't have a high opinion of lawyers either. This all seemed like it was coming out of nowhere and I didn't know how to answer. I reminded him that I'm not my husband's job and brother answered me rather coldly, yeah, but you married him. We didn't really have much else to say. I tried to tell him it's just a job and it isn't as big of a deal as my brother made it to be. Brother kept answering that it's what he does every day and he is his job. In the end, he basically told me that I'm not invited to stay with them anymore. It really hurt and I'm pretty angry with him right now. Plus, I'm not sure we'll be able to visit in spring without being able to stay at my brother's. The whole issue has thrown a monkey wrench in my plans and I'm not sure what to do. My brother's being unreasonable, right? Is there any way to smooth this over at this point? Well, obviously they have pretty strong feelings. I feel like he's kind of drawing the line in the sand here and saying he doesn't want to associate with him solely because of his job. I mean, how do you smooth things over when he's so clearly against any kind of connection with him? And you just by association. Our next story is, I didn't invite my stepsister Bully to my wedding and my father saying that he's not going either. My father remarried when I, 25-year-old female, was 14, his wife Mary, 49-year-old female, and his stepdaughter Kyla, 26-year-old female, were heck in my life. 
My father is wealthy, so we used to go to a fancy school. Kyla was very mean to me and I had a hard time to the point that I had to move to another school because I couldn't take it anymore. Once, she convinced my father and Mary that I was pregnant. It was so embarrassing because I was still a virgin and yet she and Mary convinced my father that I should do a pregnancy test. After it came negative, she told some of her friends at school, she was one year ahead of me, that I had an abortion. The bullying was non-stop. She would do anything to make my life miserable. Once, she paid one guy at school to start a rumor that I did oral on him during class. When I was already going to another school, she told everybody at my old school that I left because I was caught stealing at the mall and I was in a youth detention center. My parents had split custody, so I used to spend one week with my father and one with my mom. After two years of heck, I told my father that I wouldn't stay at his place anymore and our relationship was reduced to two weekends a month. My relationship to my father was non-existent during college days. He would send me money and call me once every month and that was it. I went to his house one or two times during my five years in college. I started dating my fiancé Louis, 26-year-old male, four years ago, and I only introduced him to my father after more than two years of relationship. I'm getting married this spring and we're going to marry at the beach in another country in Europe. Both of the families are wealthy and we decided to offer the stay at the hotel to our guests and they'll only pay their tickets. Because of that, we decided to settle on a small number of guests. Around 80 and of course, Kyla is not one of them. The wedding plan started 3 months ago and my father knew I wasn't going to invite Kyla. However, he flipped out now and said that I need to invite her. I said that I'm not going to invite a person that I don't have one single good memory to such a big day. We've been fighting about that since then. This last week he told me that I shouldn't count on his money if Kyla isn't invited and my mom said fine, I'll pay for everything then. After that he said that he's not coming to the wedding without Kyla and I replied fine. My grandma and aunt are trying to convince me to invite Kyla for the good sake of our family but to be honest I'm not even sure if we are a family. Should I invite her even knowing that this is one of the biggest days in my life and she still makes me angry? I absolutely don't think OP should invite her. It's not worth it. This person was never even remotely decent to you. And if your father wants to take that side, so be it. I don't think it's worth it even with him on that side. This next story is, My girlfriend refuses to see a doctor and it's destroying our relationship. I, 26 non-binary, and my girlfriend, 29-year-old female, have been together for almost two years now. She was depressed when we met, but for the last year or so, it has gotten steadily worse. She has several health problems that could point to things as common as PCOS or endometriosis, or as scary as bowel cancer, and is in chronic pain all of the time. She says she can't remember the last time she went a day without feeling any pain, debilitating cramps when she's not on her period, horrible periods, digestion problems, etc. She's also been isolating herself since we met, not trying to make any friends, avoiding contacting the friends she does have, and the only person she really talks to besides me is her mom once a week or so. She's in a really bad place mentally and it feels like she's self-sabotaging in many ways and that worries me. Her drinking is also slowly increased to anywhere from one or two drinks a night to half a bottle of wine a night every single day. I've been begging her to go to the doctor to get her health issues checked out and possibly start an antidepressant or see a therapist, but she's had a fear of doctors since high school and won't do it. I understand being depressed affects motivation as well, 
Obviously, her health and well-being is my number one priority, but her being severely depressed for a year with no end in sight is also wearing away at me. I have this pressure on me to keep her happy and try to make her life better, and I'm trying so hard all the time to be strong and proactive and help her with the things she needs, but she doesn't seem to care. It's like I'm trying to pull her out of a hole and she keeps digging deeper. Our romantic life has died. She hates being touched, cuddled, kissed, etc. because she's gained weight from what is likely PCOS and hates having me look at or interact with her body. I love her dearly and think she is still beautiful. It doesn't matter to me, but she doesn't care. I miss her. When she's not working, she's mostly scrolling on her phone and has become a shell of a person. I don't know how much longer I can keep trying to help this person who doesn't want to be helped. She is my best friend, but this is so defeating. What can I say to push her to see a doctor about her depression and health issues? So fundamentally the problem here is, whenever anybody is struggling with a situation like this, at least to some degree, unless they are an absolute immediate danger to themselves, there's nothing you can do yourself to force something to happen. They're going to have to want it at least a smidgen of a degree. Programs, therapy, resources, they're all there for people who at least want to make a try for getting better. If they don't want to improve and they turn down every opportunity or chance to do so, what can you do? You can't force them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.